0: Welcome to From Tempt to Hire, Staffing Success Stories, the show where work-life harmony meets job satisfaction. Listen to how these professionals have advanced their careers, increased their salaries, and got their foot in the door with top-notch tech and healthcare companies across the country. Learn how you can land that high-paying remote job, negotiate that pay raise, or get more work flexibility so you can start living now. Beyond recruitment, we're a staffing agency dedicated to guiding career-minded professionals to a better work-life harmony better mental health and more career satisfaction. Enjoy the show. On this episode, we have Dee, Dee Russell joining us. Dee, Dee joined Wobble Michelson team in May of 2022 as a customer service professional. Previously, Dee, Dee worked in Stan- the San Quentin State Prison for 16 years as an HR professional and also a supervisor. She is the proud mama of four sons and four grandchildren. And fun fact, for the first 22 years of her life, she didn't really exist. Thank you for joining us, DeeDee.
1: You are welcome. You are very welcome. I'm
0: glad to be here today. You want to give us a little insight on your fun fact?
1: My fun fact. So when I was born, my mother named me Audrey Diane. she put that on my birth certificate. A friend of hers, didn't like the name, so she wanted my mother to name me DeAndrea Lawan, But by that time, my birth certificate had already been processed. So they told my mother to change my name when I started school. Well, when I started school, my mother forgot to change my name. So when I turned 16 years old, my mother remembered that she was trying to get my birth certificate and she couldn't get it. And then she remembered that she had named me Audrey Diane. And so she told me then that, you know, oh, by the way, your name is not DeAndrea, it's Audrey Diane on your birth certificate. But by that time, I had a Social Security card, a driver's license, my school records, everything was in DeAndrea Lawan So I tried to, at the age of 18, get my birth certificate, but they told me, no, I couldn't get it. I had to to get someone to write a letter saying that I was born. I had to get my school records, which at the time, I was living in California, but I went to school in Alabama. The school had burned down, the school that I went to, And when I started, it had burnt down. So I was able to, through my relatives, get all the information that I needed. But it took from the age of 18 to the age of 22 for me to get my name changed. So I officially became DeAndrea Lawan when I was 22 years old. So for the first 22 years of my life, I really didn't exist officially because there was no birth certificate in the name of DeAndrea Lawan. You were off the grid. (laughs)
0: I was off the you were off the grid. You were the original <laughs> living off the grid. Cautionary tale: to choose wisely when you're picking baby names. Get every yeah. if you, know that you have an auntie or or a cousin or someone who's going to have an opinion. <laughs> <laughs> Clear it with them first. So you began working with us in May. Can you share your experience with the, you know, the interview process and how well you felt Jessica prepared you for the interview? What kind of questions did she ask you?
1: She asked me about my customer service experience. And I feel that we all, if you've had any type of job, you've had customer service experience, especially if that job entails you to interact with other people. that That other person is your customer. She also um, told me to share my strengths and my weaknesses. Sometimes we think when we interview, if we don't share our weaknesses, that that's a downfall, but really and truly employers want to know what your weaknesses are so they can help you. They wanna wanna be able to help you to succeed. So if you don't share with them what your weaknesses are, then how can they help you to succeed in that area? Also, she told me to be confident. You know, when we go into an interview, if you don't portray confidence, they can pick the interviewer can pick it up and and, and sense that. So be confident, you know, sit up straight, even if it's, you know, if you're in person or on Zoom or whatever the situation is, but be confident, slow down, take your time don't try to rush it think about what you're going to say listen to the question don't just respond automatically to the question but listen to the question and take a moment to let that question soak in and then answer the question and the, the the interview that she gave me before i had the interview with the company was very very helpful it was it was enlightening it it prepared me because for me I hadn't had an interview at, in five years. So wow. for me to go into an interview was like, Whoa, okay, I gotta yeah. you know <laughs> that interview to you know to be ready for the for the interview with the company. So Jessica helped me a whole lot and I when I went into the to the interview with the company, I had the confidence that I needed Absolutely. and um, to get Absolutely. the job.
0: Absolutely. One of the things that we try to do is have consistent communication with our associates that are on assignment so that they feel supported. They know that they have an advocate and to reduce any hesitation that they may or may not have in asking for help. How was the support from WM during your onboarding specifically?
1: My experience on onboarding from WM was excellent. It was exceptional. It was outstanding. I was getting contacted if not on a daily basis or every other day basis with my onboarding. They made sure that I had all the necessary tools that I needed. My computer, my headphones, whatever tools that I needed to be successful in the job. They also set up um, every day I got messages, and when I started with the training every day we got a message from our advocate, from our representative, you know are you working today? How's everything going? They checked in with me on a weekly basis. how's everything going? Are you doing okay? One of the things with the training was you have to be on camera every single day and they would check in to see if you were on camera every single day because they wanted you to succeed they like I said they every week they checked with me. Um, on a daily basis, before I started, they checked with me to make sure that I had everything that I needed so that I could be successful in the job and the the every day with the text messages, there was some kind of motivational uh, message on those text messages. So you know, just keep going you 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 know you got you got this, you know you're doing a great job. So every day was something that was positive, that was uplifting, that helped me to keep going and, and to so that I could be successful in the training.
0: Yeah, having support during onboarding is especially important for those that don't have a lot of customer service background. Can you tell us a story of a specific call where the customer was, you know, frustrated, maybe a little hostile, as is common with this type of role? Give us, you know, some insight on what it was like, how you dealt with it, what was the result?
1: One particular call that I did get, the person was very upset. They got a, they thought a bill, but it really wasn't a bill, but they thought it was a bill. And so when they called, they were upset from the beginning. The one thing that I've learned in customer service is that when you have a frustrated caller, let them vent. Because they just want to get it out, and it, the one thing that I've learned is that it's not towards you. They're upset because of the situation. It doesn't have you. Just happen to be the one that got that call. But the first thing that I did was I let them vent. I let them get out everything that they needed to get out. I have to stay calm. I, I because if I'm upset, they're going to get more upset. So I had to stay calm. You know, okay, let's look up your let's look up your information let's see what's going on. Let me um, look, take a look at it. Give me a moment to read over, take a look at it, see what, what I can do for you. And they still wanted to, you know, to vet. So I continued to let them vet. And then I looked at their information, let them know that it wasn't a bill that they received. It was just a statement that they received, that the bill it's just information. It was just informational only. It wasn't a, an exact bill, but they did owe the money. But they didn't owe it to to the company. They owed it to the person that they went to. And so, just letting them vent and get out all of their frustration, and being calm, you know, being showing empathy. You know, I'm so sorry that happened to you. I'm so sorry that you. You know, you you this, you you got this information. Just showing empathy. It's very, very, very important because they want to hear that. If if you have a similar story, you can tell them that. But if you don't, just basically showing empathy, letting them vent, letting them just get out everything that they needed to get out at the time. And at the end of the call, once I explained everything to to the to the person. They were happy. They were like, thank you so much for explaining everything to me. I really appreciate it. I'm sorry that I came across as, you know, being mean and frustrated. And I just, you know what, I understand. I totally understand. I would be upset too, because the bill was for $300. If I got a bill for $300, I would be upset too. So when we ended the call, they were not frustrated anymore. They had calmed down, and and I was able to go on to the next phone call.
0: I know in August you increased your metrics by 10 percent. What do you think changed about your daily habits or your mindset that led you to turn up the notch and take it to the next level?
1: They let me know how I was doing and not only did they know um let me know how I was doing. The company also let me know how I was doing as well. And I wanted to become permanent with the company. And so I knew that I had to increase my matrix. So when I got my metrics, I reviewed them, thoroughly reviewed them to see what areas I needed help with and what areas that I needed to increase. And so I worked on those consistently with every single phone call that I received. And, and that that's how I increased my matrix by just looking at my matrix, looking at the areas that I needed to increase to, to improve upon and worked on those areas. My mindset, my mindset was I need to become permanent. So how can I become permanent by increasing my matrix?
0: Can you explain what going permanent means? Going permanent
1: means that now I am working permanent full time for the company i I have benefits. I have retirement uh, I get uh, a pay raise after thirty sixty i and ninety days i I have permanent uh, once i once I pass probation, I'll have permanent status with the company
0: you mentioned earlier having that separation yeah. and treating. Your home space as if you were at work, was it a huge contributor?
1: yeah, so I was working from home. I am fortunate that I don't have small kids, so I don't have any interruptions, but making your home space, I have an office and going in there and closing the door that made me separate home from work from home from work, making sure that I had no distractions, making sure that my areas were set up as a workplace and not as a just some place that I go into, but having a desk, having my computer, having it set up just like I would if I was in an office space. And like I said, making sure that I didn't have any distractions because that's what makes you successful. Because you can't be on the phone talking to a customer and you have the dog barking or the kids in the background or someone else talking to you. So making sure if you have small children or if you have a dog, putting them in a different area to where where you're at work, you're at work now when you go on your breaks and lunches you could go out of the room and you could do whatever you need to do but while you're in that room that's your workspace and that's how you separate your work home your work from your home
0: in september we had a round table what our round tables are is we uh for the listeners that are familiar we have guests that come who either have gone permanent or on the verge of going permanent. And they speak to our current associates who are on assignment, our current employees who are just starting in their new temporary position. And they, you know, they encourage them. They, they say what you, what you're saying is um, metrics are important. Make sure you're having your performance reviews, know where you stand with your supervisor, all of these things so that we can encourage people that this is uh, just a job. No, this is a, next step in your career. This is a milestone towards financial advancement, towards career advancement, if you want it to be. I wanted to ask you, what were some of the aha moments you remember from the call? There
1: was um, an employee who had become permanent and during the training, she got sick and was in the hospital. And the aha moment that I remember was that even from her hospital bed, she was still in her training. She still was able to uh, participate in the training. She didn't let a day go by that she was not in training. The one thing that W.M emphasized more than anything was attendance was important and the training was important because if you miss a day of training, you miss some key information. So that aha moment was that she made sure that even though she was in the hospital, that she still attended training and got through the training, even though she was in pain, even though she was in the hospital, she still made sure that she got she got through that training. And when she came out of training, she was so good that she became permanent right out of training. So that was an aha moment for me, and how that was a... that?
0: how often is that? Yes. Not at all. Like, not at all. After not
1: training, at all. that's incredible. <laughs> yes. And that's what motivated me even more so to make sure that I attended training so that I could become permanent.
0: Right now, the the messages that get, you know, thrown around across social networks are a lot towards, you know, don't kill yourself over this job. Corporate America can easily replace you. They're not your friend. After 5 p.m., you don't owe them anything. <laughs> um... I like what you highlighted about that Rockstar employee and that we, we praise that kind of behavior, that kind of action, because it's a testament of pushing yes. through, going, doing what needs to be done. I had an appointment yesterday. Someone canceled on me because she was in the ER. Maybe she could have had the mind to text her clients. Hey, I've had an accident today. I have to cancel all my appointments. I'll reschedule. I'll talk to you tomorrow. She's in the ER. So she didn't text me that, and later I had to find out. But some are in a position where they can, you know, stick it out, come to training. And then some people, they don't have emotional capacity, the mental capacity. When something like that happens, it just, it, it consumes them. And I think um, that's a really good, um, yeah, it's a really good story that you pointed out. I think it just, it draws Um, it really separates, you know, excellence from, from doing a good job.
1: (laughs) Well, it shows, you know, you're willing to go above and beyond. It shows the employer that you're willing. uh, And like, like you stated, you know, corporate America, you can be replaced at any time. Yes, that's true. But you have to think about yourself. You have to think about, you know what, I got this job. I'm making money, the money that I'm making is for me to take care of myself and to take care of my family if I have a family. So you have to give that 110% while you're there. Now, when you're gone, that's different. But while you're there, you have to go above and beyond because you don't know who's watching you. You don't You don't know, like the lady, they were watching her and they saw potential in her. They saw that she could be a great employee. And that's why when she got out of training, they made her permanent because they saw that she was willing to go above and beyond to do the job. And when you show that that willingness, you can move up in the corporate ladder, ladder because they see that you are a good employee that you want to do your job that you're not just coming there just just because but you're coming there to to, to work and and to work for that company and so I think that any job that you have you, you can't go in with the mindset of well you know what they can replace me at any time you know I don't no, want to do that yeah. you know? so you have to you have to go in with the mindset of this is my job and and I want to do my job and I want to do a good job for the company because you never know who's watching you. You never know who's watching you. What
0: kind of employee do you want to be? And the type of employee you are too also
1: um, resonates in your personal life as well. You know, if you're a good employee, you're going to be, you know, you could, you're a good person. When you go out and, and, and deal with people, you're, you're, you're you're a good person but if you you know if you go into it with oh well whatever then it's going to resonate also in your personal life as well so you always want to do a good job and you all always want to represent yourself with with class and and with respect
0: how would you explain wm's overall process from the first time we talk to you till you finish your assignment
1: My overall process with WM, I didn't even know that they were a temp agency when they contacted me. I've never worked for a temp agency before, so this is my first time working for a temp agency. But from the first time that they contacted me, everyone was very professional. They submitted me a contract. They let me review the contract before I signed the contract. They were there for me to answer any questions that I had. Like I stated in the beginning of the podcast, they did a pre-interview with me, so before any anything anything, they did a pre-interview with me, because they wanted to see if I would be a good fit for their company, and if I was a good fit for WM, then I'd be a good fit for the company that they were going to send me to to work for. So the interview, even though it was a mock interview, it was actually a real interview to see if I was a good fit for WM. So everyone that worked there, everyone that I came into into contact with, from payroll to the my representative everyone that I talked to every day were always professional it was it didn't seem to me like a temp agency but when they talked to me let me know okay we're a temporary agency like oh okay and but they it's still a company they're, they're still a a company but if you want to start out Working um, to see if, you know what, if you like the job or not, a top agency is, is a good way to go. Because if you don't like the company, then you can go to a different company and they work with you. They want you to succeed. They want you to do good. So they give you all the tools that you need so that you can do good, so that you can succeed. Everybody helped me help me along the way. And even now still, if I have any questions, I know that I can reach out to them and they still answer my questions, even though now I'm permanent. So they're there for me for for a lifetime, I feel, because um, I know that I can go back to them if I need to, and they will be there to help me. Well, I would close out with saying that if you're looking for a job, I would highly recommend going through WM. You have to put in the effort. But if you put in the effort, they will give you all the tools and resources that you need to be successful. So my thing, what I would like to say is that if you're looking for a company to work for, a temporary agency to start out with, I would highly recommend WM because they are a reputable company and they want you to succeed.
0: Thank you, listeners, for tuning in to the Wilbur Michelson podcast from Temp to Hire Staffing Success Stories. We hope this conversation changed how you see career advancement, job hunting, and staffing agencies. What's one word that stood out to you from today's episode? We're curious for your thoughts. Please leave a review and let us know. For more content similar to this, connect with Wilbur Michelson on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. And if you're on the hunt for your next career opportunity, send your resume to sacramento at wmjobs.com. Sacramento at WMjobs.com. Get Hired the WM way.